So a couple of years ago, I was at a party on New Year's Eve. And we're having fun, drinking, laughing, having a good time, getting ready to watch the ball drop on the television. And then someone comes up to me and goes, hey, you're in music school, can you play the New Year's song? And then it takes me a second, I'm like, what is the New Year's song? And they start humming it. Da, 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 da. And then I get all excited. Oh yes, Old Lang Syne is the name of that song. Actually, it was written in, and then they start cutting me off. It's like, yeah, 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 can you play on uh, the piano over there? I go, what? I honestly didn't know that there was a piano here. The piano over there, can you play it there? I'm like, uh, sure, maybe. Uh, I went to school for drums, so piano doesn't necessarily fall under that category, but I've taken some lessons, so I think I can figure it out. So I go sit over by the piano, I pull up the chords on my phone, I go, okay, what do we have here? There's a melody, got G chord, D chord, C chord, okay, E minor now and then, doesn't seem too bad. So I run it through my fingers, sweating slightly, I am out of my element. And then the ball drops, and then I play it. And it's fine. Just, it's just fine. Now maybe you've been in this situation and you do it and you don't think twice about it and you go on with your life. Or maybe you're like me and you think about it the next day and the day after that and it's day five or seven, I forget, and I think to myself, you know what, next year I'm really going to do it. It's going to sound really nice. And I start thinking about how I can make it my own thing. Can I change a chord here? Can I add something here? And I'm finding more and more arrangements and can't decide between which one and what I should borrow and what I should not borrow. And I try writing a few of my own things and I get more self-conscious. And just thinking, I just wish I knew what I wanted to do how I wanted to do it. And that's what this podcast is about. Now I know it's music and music is subjective and there's no wrong answer, but sometimes you want to know how other people do it, what they're thinking, what they're feeling, what works, what works less. This podcast is about finding your voice, finding the confidence to do your own thing by seeing how other people do their thing. So I figured, with the new year around the corner, and because the song is free domain, we'd see how many different ways we can arrange Old Lang Syne. How would a bunch of different musicians approach the same song? This is A Strange Arrangement. Before we start going in a million different directions, I want to see what we could do with just this arrangement that we have here. 
these four chords laid out with a melody, how can we turn this into something meaningful, emotional? How can we take what's on this paper and make it way more? So I called up my friend Mike. He's a great singer-songwriter, one of the best guys that I know. And I trusted him to do this first episode. Here he is. Hello, my name is Mike Lachance, and I'm a singer-songwriter and bass player in a group called The Great Molasses Flood. This project was presented to me in what I would consider to be a very analytical uh, and technical aspect of music composition, which I personally don't really relate to that well. I'm more of a, a feeling uh, and intuitive, uh, I guess, musician or writer. So instead, the context was uh, framed to me as if I was asked to play this song um, or this song was added to a set that I happened to be playing on New Year's Eve, how might I play it? And that imagery alone made me remember what it's like to play out, which hasn't happened because of the pandemic. And I think a little bit looking back wistfully, playing on a stage with an audience and what that might feel like when that happens again, um, I felt inclined to do a more mournful or dirge-like kind of remembrance uh, take on the song that I think almost sends out imagining sending out 2020 uh, with all of its losses that we took. I originally wanted to try a finger-picking uh, approach on the guitar, which is something I, I do a lot. It felt true to my style. But with the vocals that I had in mind as I was kind of singing it in my head throughout the day, figuring out what that would sound like. I realized it would really be too busy, and if I was to play and sing this at the same time, would be too complicated. So in, I went for a simpler approach, um, a kind of steady, slower rhythm that still kind of went along with the kind of this remembrance vibe of, of 2020. These days, I tend to play uh, more folk music and in that kind of style. So uh, my chord voicings, I think, very much fall in line with that. One other thing I should mention is that I'm doing a slightly different uh, fingering or expression of the D over F sharp chord, which I'm using in place of the straight up D chord. Instead, I'm doing more of a... I mean, it's not bad, it just didn't feel like the right transition uh, for what I was going for. So by keeping the note the same on the top here, keeping my ring finger on that third fret of my high E string, and then moving down to the F sharp on the bottom, D on top chord. Sounds something like this. I also like to add a G bass under my C chord, which I feel like is done pretty frequently in folk music. Um, it feels much fuller, um, 
and I feel like it often kind of makes for a nicer resolve when you're going from a C to a G. Um, this is something that I feel like gets done a lot. Uh, in particular, I think of somebody who's been really inspiring to me as an artist lately is a songwriter named Joe Pug. Um, I think a lot of his style is in what I play these days, and I'm, I'm influenced by that. Um, for some reason, too, the chords in this song remind me of Rivers and Roads by The Head and the Heart, and I, I really like that kind of warm, comforting tone that those chords make. I think I hear some of that in this as well. I chose to keep in some of the original finger-picking idea at the end uh, as I kind of slow down on the last line. I really liked how it sounds going from the E uh, to the C and down to the G with that the finger-picking, I guess you call it an arpeggio that I went with. Um, being able to kind of keep that in there, even though I wasn't able to do it throughout the song, it feels more impactful because I didn't do it throughout the song as well. Vocally, I found this melody to be a little bit challenging because it feels like it starts fairly high in my range, but after the first few lines, it settles into a comfortable spot. I actually ended up playing this with a capo on my third fret. Okay, so let me just jump in real quick. A capo is a device guitar players use to change the strings on their guitar to a different tuning really quick. So with Mike playing on capo three, he's holding what would be a G chord, but it's actually coming out as a B flat. Okay, back to Mike. Partially to keep uh, the melody in a comfortable place vocally, and also I believe because of the kind of somber take on this, I ended up going down in a lot of places where in the sheet music melody it, it goes up. And never brought to mind. Uh, I know it's not maybe interesting melodically because I kind of stay on the same note for Odd Lang Sign, but it just feels much more respectful or I guess like imagining this in a more somber setting. Um, like I said, kind of like a remembrance of the loss of the last year, especially the take a cup of kindness yet. That feels impactful, that line right now to me, just looking back on the last year. So, I, you know, my vocal take is, uh, I would say the biggest change there is uh, kind of taking the melody down uh, and, and kind of flattening some of it. My first vocalization of like the phrase odd laying sign, uh, I think reminds me of a vocal melody that I, I or a inclination that I feel like I've heard in one of my bigger influences early in my life, which was Third Eye Blind. Um, I can't think of a specific example, but I know that it's something I do vocally sometimes, partially because it's it keeps it in a comfortable range, so I don't have to worry about. Uh, kind of errors or going off of key. Um, it's something I, I tend to do. Like I said at the beginning, I like to keep things in that comfortable range. Uh, and I think that went along well with the tone of this take that I was trying to go with. And now, here's the whole arrangement. Should old acquaintance be and never 
should old acquaintance be forgot and days of Lord Lang Syne for Lord Lang Syne my dear for Lord Lang Syne we'll take a cup Kindness yet for days of Lord Langsine. Big thanks to Mike Lachance for helping me kick off this whole thing. Mike, where can people find your stuff? You can find uh, information and music on my latest uh, musical group, The Great Molasses Flood, at uh, greatmolassesflood.com or on our Facebook page. A Strange Arrangement was produced by me, Rob McCarthy. I edited and mixed the show, and I made our theme music. Our artwork was done by the amazing Daniel Joel Newman, and you can find more of his amazing artwork at his website, danieljoelnewman.com. Our outro music is The Great Molasses Flood by Mike's band, the Great Molasses Flood. Special thanks to Brian Watson and Rob Hom for notes, and an extra special thanks to Elizabeth Stahl for notes and for the voice that you hear at the top of the show. Be sure to check out our website, asamusicpodcast.com, where you can find more information on our guest artists, and you can also find sheet music to all of the arrangements for the show. I found that when I go to an orchestra show or a jazz concert, it helps me to follow along with a chart, so if that's something you'd like to do, you can find all those charts at our website, asamusicpodcast.com. This podcast is a labor of love, and as such, we don't have commercials, which I like because these episodes are pretty short, and you don't want to hear adverts from me on top of that, do you? No, you don't want to hear that. But I want to hear from you. And if you really want to support the show, there's a couple things you can do. First of all, go to Apple Podcasts, leave us a rate and review. It really helps the show. I can't tell you enough how much that helps the show. Second thing, visit our website, asamusicpodcast.com. You can leave a comment under the episodes and just let me know what you like, what you want to see more of, so on, so forth. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to check out the next episode where our guest goes all guitar hero on us. And the result is actually pretty interesting. That's next time on A Strange Arrangement. For centuries our ship came in With the cargo made by slaves People around the world can drink New England rum While they work themselves to the graves Cause still near the past